0: Monday, the eleventh day of Sivan fifty seven seventy-three, Yural of Sivan Tafshin, Ayin, Gimel. We're coming to you live from the headquarters of Ariel Tours in New York. I'm Mayor Weingarten. Welcome to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. <laughs>
1: I'm the the I'm
0: of uh, the Israeli reality show Betsefer la Musica music school that was Yehoram Gaon redoing his classic Odloha Hafti Dai with his student in the music school Gaya Maman and we opened that we used that to open up our Monday morning Israel show here on the Nahum Siegel Network. Very cool. No Mishemra classic. Usually you're uh, used to hearing Yehoram Gaon sing it in his classic way. And now he is joined by a young girl who is uh, doing it as a duet with him. Very cool. My name is Mayor Weingarten. Welcome to the Israel show on the Nahum Siegel Network. We are here every Monday morning right after J.M. and the A.M. following Nachum Siegel and that great broadcast. Um, if you didn't hear the show, uh, go back to the archives on jamiedam.org and listen to the great interview, Nahum and um, Dudu Fisher. They are always fun together. They really are always fun together. Um, we have lots of stuff. We have a Meir Milim segment coming up. Very appropriate, we are going to discuss the words, or the phrase, I should say, Isru Hag, uh, which we just had last week, and uh, we'll do a little, uh, little bit of uh, history, and a little bit of archaeology, and a little bit of uh, current events, all kinds of stuff, plus a lot of great Israeli music. Here is Yizar Shabi with Shir Hamalot off his album, Leiv Tahor. Mayor Weingarten, you're tuned to The Israel Show on the Nahum Siegel Network.
2: So He will come to me In
0: Yizhar Shabi with uh, Shira Malot. I like that stuff. Going back a little ways, but it's still fun. Lev Torah is the name of the album that that came from. Um, You're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You can listen to us live, as you're doing now, hopefully, or you can listen to the rebroadcast of the show Wednesday afternoons at 3 p.m. on the stream. But, hey, you don't need to wait till then. You can listen to the show anytime you want. It's on the archives at com. All you got to do is go there, click on the link for the show, and all the shows are there. And now we have a new app, a brand new app. It's in the iTunes Store. Just go to the iTunes Store and search for Nahum Siegel. Two apps, one for the iPhone, one for the iPad. Um, and all the shows, all the great programming of the Nahum Siegel network can be heard both live on the stream and in archives via this new app. So go and get it. We'll post the link up on our Facebook page. We just posted the um, link to the Izar Shabi song. We were trying to post the link to the Huramgaon uh, song that we played earlier, but we were having difficulty with it. So, sorry, not going to have that for you. Um Our Facebook page is facebook.com slash theisraelshow. We have, thank you all, thank you all, 84 likes, lots of interaction, and you're invited to interact as well via our Facebook page. Or you can send me an email, Mayor M-E-I-R, at nachumsegal.com, N-A-C-H-U-M-S-E-G-A-L.com, Mayor at nachumsegal.com. Pugi is celebrating, what, its 40th anniversary, I think, something like that, 30, 40, a lot. And um, in honor of that milestone and the reunion that they're going to have this summer, um, quite a number of Israeli groups did covers of Pugi songs, and they were broadcast on Galei Tzahal this past Yom Ha'atzma'ut. A great one, I really think a great one. was done by a group that I never heard of until now called Yeled Pa'am. I think they're mainly a kids group, Yeled Pa'am, once a kid. And it's called A Tribute to Kaveret. It's basically the song Nehmad, but interspersed are tons and tons of little musical allusions to other Poogie songs. So if you're a Poogie fan, you will love this and uh, try and see how many Poogie songs are alluded to. If you want, of course, you can post it on the Facebook page. I'd love to have a little, uh, chat going about that. So here it is, Yelad Pa'am, Shir Mechvale Kaveret. Tribute to Kaveret Lahakat, Kaveret Pugi, uh, Mayor Weingarten on the Israel show, the Nachum Siegel Network.
2: <laughs> <muchmad,
1: geçmadHuh2> <um From here to there It doesn't take time It's good to grow together To the i mama a man,
3: i
0: Great stuff. Yell at Pam with a tribute to Lahakat Kaveret Pugi here on The Israel Show. on We spoke briefly about a very special person who was killed during the Second Lebanon War. His name was Emmanuel Moreno. His full name was Emmanuel Yehuda Moreno Tuv Elim. He was one of the uh, great heroes of the Israeli army, and yet nobody knew of him. He was a colonel in Sayeret Matkal, which is the elite uh, commando unit. He was 35 years old when he was killed. We don't know what he did. But whatever it was that he did was obviously very, very important for the security and safety of the people of Israel and was so secret that even after he was killed, even in death, it is not permitted to publish his photograph, which is rather amazing, Um, probably because he infiltrated various Arab Groups and um, the State of Israel doesn't want the uh, Arabs to know that this person was, in fact, a spy or an il- infiltrator or whatever. Um, an article that I read several years ago about him tells that um, in his parents' home, there is one room which is usually kept locked where they have pictures of him up on the wall, and nowhere else. Uh, is it permissible to show his picture? He was involved. One of the things that he was involved in was an amazing, um, uh, an amazing commando raid into Lebanon, in which Mustafa Derani, one of the heads of the militias in Lebanon, was kidnapped from his home in 1994. Now. Last Thursday, it was a Chag here in America, but in Israel it was not. Last Thursday, there was a, um annual event, a memorial for Emmanuel Moreno and his family is in attendance and his colleagues in, from the army. Naftali Bennett, the current head of the Bayit HaYehudi, was also a member of this Sayer at Matkal, and it seems that they also were friends. So he was there as well. And, surprisingly, Gilad Shalit was there. And people didn't understand what the connection was, and it was alluded to during the evening. It seems that when Gilad Shalit was uh, kidnapped, Emmanuel Moreno attempted, through various Uh, means, to infiltrate um, Aza and the groups that kidnapped him, the terrorist groups, and find out some information about him. He was ready to put his life on the line in order to try and find Gilad Shalit. And so, in tribute to him, Gilad Shalit came to the evening. At that point, now Moreno and his entire family are um, observant, they're Chosurim Bechuvah, observant Jews that made Aliyah from France when Moreno was a young, um, young boy. Um, it turned out that they discovered that Gilad Shalit had never said the Birkat HaGomel, the Bracha that one says after going through certain things, being in danger. One of them is, uh, being a uh, captive and, um, They took him aside and uh, showed him the bracha and he agreed to publicly make the Birkat HaGomel a year and a half after his release. And so this is the audio of that evening, this past Thursday, with Gilad Shalit making the Birkat HaGomel and the audience answering him. And we'll follow that with the song, Emmanuel, recorded by Yochai Moreno, Emmanuel Moreno's nephew, in memory and in honor of his uncle, the hero of Israel, Emanuel Moreno. So here is Gilad Shalit. This is the audio of Gilad Shalit making the Birkat HaGomel last Thursday, a year and a half after his return from captive, and Yochai Moreno with the song Emanuel on the Israel show on the Nachum Siegel network
2: that this
1: is the first time that Gilead will destroy from the 7th that says to him, that even here, if our son of Manoel is related to this type of security, we can't the reason
4: the <laughs> book <laughs>
3: Abort, sipuli pouli aléha, vouot, a itadam, anav, balmidot, onzem, l'homme va ter l'akshahim, shamati aléha, ¡Bravo!
0: Yochai Moreno, Emmanuel Moreno's nephew, in a song in tribute to him. Uh, you're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Segal Network. My name is Mayor Weingarten, and every week we bring you a segment called Meir Milim, where we shed light on a word or a phrase in the Hebrew language. Meir Milim is inspired by the Galitzah radio segments of Dr. Avshalom Kor. And is informed by the teachings of Dr. Lior Gottlieb, who happens to be in the States right now, teaching Torah at the YCT Tanakh Yimei Yun. So we welcome him and we um, send out our greetings to all those who are participating in the YCT Tanakh Yimei And we thank them so much for being such a great source of Tanakh learning and scholarship. And our hats off to Natty Helfgat of YCT for continuing this great tradition year after year. So here is this week's installment of the Meir Milim. In living a religious life, many things are prohibited, while everything else is permissible. For example, we might say that doing Act A is Asur prohibited, user, while doing B is mutar, permitted, mutar. Another form of these words are familiar to us as iser and heter. So it's surprising that the day after a chag, the day when milaha, activity, is permitted is called isru chag. Shouldn't it be called hatiru chag or mutar chag? Every morning, we thank God for many things that we might take for granted, for waking up, having our health, being able to see and stand and walk, for having clothes and shoes, the series of blessings known as Birchot HaShachar. One of the Birchot is Baruch Matir Asurim. Does that mean that God is Matir, that which is Asur, makes it permissible to do what is forbidden? Hey, that's a good deal. Where do I sign up for that? When we take a closer look at the words asur and mutar, we discover that the original meaning is not prohibited and permissible. In its most basic form, asur is tied down. Le'esor is to secure something with ropes. Therefore, in Bereshit, the prison that Yosef is in is called Mekom Asher Yosef Asur Sham. Yosef is confined to this place. He's locked up. So Asur is tied down, confined. The opposite of that is Mutar, to untie, unfasten, loosen, set free from the Sharish Natar which is probably why the ability to jump high is called Linater. The jumper is not tied down. He is set loose and can jump up. When we say Hashem Matir Asuim, it could mean one of two things. It could mean that God frees, unties, those that are unlawfully imprisoned. Or it could mean, especially in the context of Berchot HaShachar, that God unties the limbs of our bodies, lets them be loose so that we can move them freely. Only later in history does the meaning of the words expand. Asur, meaning tied down, shackled, now also means prohibited. Mutar, meaning let loose, untied, now also means permitted. So much so that we often forget the original meaning of the words asur and mutar. There's a cute saying in modern Hebrew about when you may walk your dog in the street. Im hakelev asur, mutar. Im mutar, asur. If the dog is asur, tied up, on a leash, then it's mutar, permitted to walk the dog, in public. But... If it's mutar, loose, untied, then asur. Then it's prohibited to walk the dog. And now we get back to Yisru The source of the phrase is from the Pasuk in Tehillim that we say as part of the Halel. Kel Hashem v'yair lanu. ba'avotim ad karnot God is our light, our savior. And to honor him, we bring a korban, an animal sacrifice, which is called a chag. We tie up the animal with thick rope so it doesn't run away, and who who would blame it for trying, and bring it to the Mizbeach. Isru chag ba'avotim means tie up the animal, which serves as the korban chag, tie it up with thick ropes. The Gemara and darshins meaning reinterprets the Pasuk, to teach us that after the Chag, the holiday, we should still stay somewhat connected to the holy day. Don't detach yourself so quickly. Isru Chag, tie yourself to the holiday. Connect yourself for one more day. And so the day that follows each of the Shalosh Regalim becomes known as Isru Chag. And we now know to differentiate between the pshat, the simple meaning of the words Isruhag and pasuk, tie the animal and hold it as you bring it to the Mizbeach, and Chazal's drash, which encourages us to tie ourselves and not let go for one more day of the holiday. To end off, we'll ask the following interesting question. Does the Torah, the five books of Moses, ever use the words Asur and Mutar to describe things that are prohibited and permissible. And that's this week's installment of the Meir Milim segment. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You are tuned to the Israel show on the Nachum Siegel network.
4: Shasita אסית אה זה אדקה, כatonתי מכל החסדים ומיקול האמת אשר אסית אה I am.
0: Razzel with Katonti off of uh, his latest album, Ben Hatz Lilim, here on The Israel Show. It is the 11th of Sivan we mentioned, 5773. On the 11th of Sivan, 5751, exactly 22 years ago, Operation Solomon took place. Operation Solomon was the conclusion of Operation Moses. Both of them were carried out by the government of Israel in order to save the Jews of Ethiopia, the large Jewish community that had survived in Ethiopia and had lived as Jews, differently than how we have developed as Jews, because they were secluded there for thousands of years, but they considered themselves Jews and um, had a Sefer Torah and Hagim and so forth. And um, the state of Israel decided in 19, in the 1980s, I believe it was Menachem Begin who was uh, the person who made this decision, decided to rescue these Jews and bring them to the state of Israel. And that started as Mifsa Moshe and concluded with Mitzah Shlomo. And this is, took place, as I mentioned, exactly exactly 22 years ago today. Operation Solomon was an airlift of Jews from Ethiopia. 14,420 Ethiopian Jews were rescued by airlift to Israel within, I believe, a 48-hour period. They had a very short window because the Mengistu regime was about to collapse. And with the help of the United States and the CIA and then President Bush and others, they were able to utilize this window, and in fact, it was El Al who sent planes, a a, a convoy, if you will, of planes, to Ethiopia and rescued those Jews. Uh, In fact, one of those flights is listed in the Guinness Book of World Records as the single flight with the highest passenger load on May the 24th, 1991, when one El Al 747 carried 1,122 passengers to Israel. Yes, they didn't all sit in seats and so forth. They were refugees running away, uh, for, running for their lives. Um, interestingly, the Jews of Ethiopia observed Shavuot, unlike ourselves, they observed Shavuot on the 12th day of Sivan, 50 days after Pesach. And uh, when they came to Israel, they readjusted their calendar according to what the rest of the Jewish people did. So this is uh, yet another miracle of the kibbutz galuyot that we are witnessing in our time, in our generation and the previous generation before us. The ingathering of the exiles that we pray for every day, three times a day in Shemona Yisrei. We ask God to bring all the Jews from the four corners of the earth, and here we are. It's happening right in front of our eyes, and sometimes we don't even recognize it. Today is a day to celebrate and remember that 22 years ago, yet another stage in that amazing Kibbutz Galiot, that amazing miracle, took place with Operation Solomon, the airlift of Jews, from Ethiopia. Here is Mordechai Yitzhar with Im Eshkachei Yerushalayim. My name is Mayor Wangart and you are tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Segal Network.
4: Yerushalayim. Tishkach, Tishkach Yemini. Dim eskachech Yerushalayim. Tishkak yemini Skaj, Dim eskachech
1: Tishkach Yemini. Tidbats leshoni <tries> lechiki, Eim lo ezkerchi, lo ale et Yerushalayim.
3: Yerushalayim Tishkakh
1: Yemini Yem Meshkakh Yerushalayim Ay tishkakh Tishkakh Yemini Tidrak Leshuni
3: to
4: All the Jews, <laughs> who were born, and It's all yours. And tomorrow, will And you will hear all because you will be good. And he said, everything that we hear
0: Joined by Shai Gabso. Off of the album Ot, Ot Vida Cold Kol Pa'ul. Mayor Weingarten. Tune to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. So many ways to tune us in, by the way. Online. NachumSiegel.com You can listen live. Or you can just uh, click on the shows. And um, go to the Israel Show. Get any archive you like. I think this is the... 26th show or something like that. So you can listen to them all whenever you want. Or you can use the app, brand new app on the uh, iTunes store. Just search for Nachum Siegel. There's one for the iPhone, one for the iPad. Or you can actually dial in. In one of th- If you're in one of three cities, you can make a local call and dial in and listen to the stream live whenever you like. Even in the UK, in London... The number there is four four two zero seven zero nine seven zero nine seven four 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 two zero seven zero nine seven zero nine seven four. If you're listening in London, oh, would I love you to email us, mayor at Let us know that you're listening. It would be so gratifying. And in New York. You can listen by dialing 212-419-4241, 212-419-4241. Tell your friends, I told my mother, my email is listening that way. People that don't have an internet connection or are on the road, they can just dial up, 212-419-4241. And in L.A., where it's a bit early, 323-503-4451, 323 503 one. A uh, very interesting story out of Israel. You know, archaeologists um, who deal in the uh, land of Israel, are uh, there are some who don't believe that the Bible is true. They don't believe that there ever was a, let's say, King David. Or if there was, they don't believe that he ruled over a great empire. They think that he was basically a small little king in a small little area. And uh, as time goes on and the archaeological digs in Israel continue, we discover more and more uh, that the Bible is, is very accurate. And, and we find more and more uh, proofs, if you will, uh, archaeological proofs, that show us that what we read in the Bible is absolutely true. And we usually find these proofs in the works of our enemies. We find things from Mesopotamia, from Babel, uh, which attest to the fact that there was an Israel and they had wars. with. The, we find things from Moab that discuss the kings, like Ahav, that were fighting with Moab. It's amazing, amazing, amazing to see. Well, there have been very, very few archaeological uh, discoveries discussing David. There is one that we know of, that was found in northern Israel that discusses Beit David, the concept of Beit David. But now, there is a discovery in Yehuda, in Judea, of what is the remains of a massive um, building, if you will, that had to be part of something big. Meaning, it attests to the fact that there was... 2,800 years ago, during the times of the first temple, David HaMelech, there was a big uh, society that was big enough to build a grand structure such as this. And what they found was the tops of pillars that are of a certain style that clearly dated to that period of time, the 9th and 8th centuries uh, BCE. The problem is that it was found underneath a uh, field that belongs to an Arab. And they are so scared, the Israelis, their archaeological authorities and all that, are so worried that the Arabs will destroy it because they try to destroy every archaeological evidence that there is that we ever existed in the state of Israel, that they're keeping it a secret, they're actually not even um, excavating it, um, properly, because they're worried that it will be destroyed, and it is so valuable—a testimony to our um, our being there, our being in the land of Israel at that time, and that the land of Israel uh, in the time of David, a had a massive presence. A big presence, not just some small little town. So this would really debunk so much of what some of these archaeologists archeolo- are trying to say. And yet, on the other hand, the problem is that it's uh underground, under the land of a Palestinian Arab who uh, is going to probably not allow the Israelis to excavate it and will try their best to destroy the evidence that's there. So that's a story that will follow. And it's uh, an interesting one because it um, really pits all the p- p- political, current, and past all together. Um, we're going to, um, let's see, we're going to end off. Oh, yeah, we may as well bring this to an end. We're going to end off with a great song from the Ain Pratt Fountainheads. If uh, you're not familiar with them, just go on to Google and type in Ain Pratt, E I N. Space, P-R-A-T, Ain't Proud Fountainheads. They've come out with some great, great videos for various different holidays. This is the audio of the song Hope, Tikva, which accompanies the video that they produced for Yom Ha'atzma'ot, this past Yom Ha'atzma'ot, Israel's 65th anniversary. So we thank you so much for listening and for your Facebook likes and Facebook comments, your interaction, your emails. Thanks to the staff of the Nachum Siegel Network and, as always, my very special thanks to Nachum Siegel. Stay tuned to the Nachum Siegel Network for the rest of the day and always for a great Monday Music Marathon. And until next Monday, following JM and DM, this is Mayor Weingarten reminding you that nice guys do not finish last. They're just running in a different race. Oh.
3: Across the ocean under the blue sky the sun is rising it's climbing so high i know a place where we can be freer we will be stronger so long will we be keeping our
2: home?
1: my homeland. This is my story. I build my future with ancient glory. So take my hand now. We'll be together. The days are brighter and we'll be dreaming now.
0: Falafel just got real.